Business Tech Weekly, podcast episode number 52. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. And Andy's thinking something's pretty funny over there. Hey, I thought you were going to say Clifford. I was going to say Clifford, but I, I was figuring you, I was going to wait till you introduce that whole thing. But anyway, hey, today we're going to ask the question, do clients always come first? Or should they? Interesting question. Interesting question that you posed, my friend. Yes, and we'll Let talk us. about that later in the episode. <laughs> great question. Let's talk about it later. Yeah, great question. Uh, if we get to it. Um, so <laughs> anyway, uh, let's let's talk about um, inbox zero and priority inbox and and stuff like that. I, I finally had the option to do priority inbox, and before I give my thoughts on this thing. I'd like to ask, Andy, you've had a little bit more look at this than I have. Are you using Priority Inbox today? No, uh, I'm not. And just to clarify for folks, in case you're confused about the, the language you're using, Inbox Zero is what I would call an email lifestyle. <laughs> you know, that you try to clear out your inbox uh, of uh, all your messages, handle them in whatever way you handle them on a day-to-day basis as much as possible. Priority Inbox, to clarify, is a tool which Gmail rolled out, that is supposed to help you manage your e- email better, but it does it um, automatically, right? Right. Um, it, so it, 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 well, it, it helps you to prioritize the things that you should probably respond to first. So if you've got like 65 emails in your inbox and you're just overwhelmed and you don't know where to begin, well, priority e- inbox is supposed to say, you know what, here's, here's the seven emails we think you need to respond to right away. Mm-hmm. Based on your amount of communication with, I'm sure there's several things, but I think a lot of it is based on how much have you corresponded with that individual. Exactly. So. so so that's the whole idea. And of course, this is a Google Mail thing. And if you're not using Google Mail or Gmail, um, you know, Google Apps or Gmail, uh, you're probably not familiar and don't have this option. But this is something um, that is available out there. And I told people that after giving this thing one hour, I decided to turn it off. And I was going to explain why I'm not going to use it. And, oh, my goodness. You should have saw the uproar. Really? Oh, yes. Some people were very upset. It's like, how? I just don't think one hour is possibly enough to determine whether or not you think it's good. I, I said nothing about well, whether or not it was good. I just let's said. Let's clarify. I, you, yeah. This is, it's not that you, I, I guess it's not, um, I, I think it, you're justified to turn it off after an hour because you already had a system in place. That's mm-hmm. the important thing. It's not like, well, you know, I went to church for the first time and I left after an hour. Well, you didn't have anything to compare it with if you left after an hour, right? Right. It was your, so this this is not your first step into prioritizing things, right? Right. I think that's important. To, you know, I think you gave it a pretty big chance for an hour, but that's essentially my same experience. I had it on for a while and I was kind of going, this is really screwing up my system. You know, I have a better system. Yep. 
for me that, anyway. That that's that was exactly it. And so basically, my tweet said something to the fact that you know after give you know after giving priority inbox uh you know an hour you know playing around with inbox zero, or priority inbox for an hour, I've decided it's not for me, and so I've turned it off, and I'll give my review. On the podcast now, a lot of people just assume that because I turned it off, I think it's a horrible service, and I do not think that. In fact, no, I think I, I think it's got that a lot if, of praise, hasn't it? Yeah, a ton of praise, and I think it's worthy of every single bit of its praise, unless mm-hmm. you already have a lifestyle where you're 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 on average trying to keep your inbox somewhere between zero and never more than fifty emails. You know, yeah. uh, that that's my goal. I, I receive between 40 to 100 plus emails per day. And my goal every day is to respond or archive or filter out every single one of those emails mm-hmm. so that I and, and when I say and by the way, a lot of people ask me, say, Cliff, you know, when um, they, they said that uh, when you say inbox zero, does that mean that you've just filtered everything to go into folders you know or filters or labels and then all of a sudden those labels are things that you're going to read later and i'm like no uh, you know if, if it's in if it's if it's got if things have a label on them they're a label in my inbox if it requires that i do anything and if i have to do anything it does not get archived you know now there are some things that come in that are filtered and have a label and i never see them and in fact they're marked they're they're they come in and it says if this is from you know andy's newsletter mark as read and immediately filter it never show me this in the inbox and if no, i just archive it just no, archive no, it i never see it it's the greatest way to to not offend andy trob and say hey i want to unsubscribe from your mailing list that's a great tip though as well is that you know there are times when it's i mean you you know, you can get notified, and most people get notified when you stop subscribing to things. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> that's our how to not offend your friend tip of the day well, is you know filter it. You well, know, the, I've done that to a lot of things. The worst, the worst case is, and and of course now that I'm a now that I have an email newsletter list, you know, or well, I don't, I shouldn't call it a newsletter list at least until October 23rd when Pat Flynn over at uh, Smart Passive Income convinces me. During the smart, the passive income strategy for podcast uh, podcasters webinar, he's going to convince me why I should be doing newsletters. But anyway, but I ha- because I have this mailing list, I happen to know that if you actually hit that spam button, not only not only does will you no longer get emails from my inbox, but you've actually reported me as somebody. Yeah. I mean, you literally you have you haven't just hurt my feelings. You just told my email service provider that i am what do they call that they actually evil no yeah they call it it's, it's like you're an evildoer uh no what is that um oh goodness hold on let me pull up my MailChimp here because it'll pull it up and it'll tell me have you looked at these before the reports you yeah ahead. oh yeah they're great reports so reports. As, with, as with all things MailChimp, they're very well done all right so here's okay so, so three bounced and so if I go in and look at soft bounces, hard bounces, users who clicked, uh, where is that one? What it, I know what you're saying. About abuse. Yeah. Abuse report. Yes. I have one <laughs> Cliff, abuse. Cliff the abuser. <laughs> I have abused you by sending you an email. So it's like, dude, don't hit the spam button. Just at the bottom of it, hit unsubscribe. And I promise you it will unsubscribe. But don't, because the, the thing is, is by the way, if you run a mailing list, and enough people, you know, hit the spam button. It actually, your, you know, Mailchimp, Constant Contact, or whatever your service may be, they will suspend you 
if you get yeah. a number of those. Now, if, obviously, I don't get a lot of abuses, but one person with my last sure email, sure you don't. S- somebody, somebody hit the spam button. And I'm like, seriously, I'm not spam. You know, yeah. you didn't like the email. Tell me, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so, but yeah, so I, when I actually say I have inbox zero, that means that there's nothing there that requires my attention. It's all either been done or moved to to a, to a to do list. Right. Okay, so that's what inbox zero for me means. And I always try to maintain, you know, somewhere between zero and as much as possible between 10 and 15 messages. And so mm-hmm. for me, I don't need priority inboxes. Like, which one of these do I need to do? There's only 10 to choose from. Pick one. <laughs> yeah, I think from a 10,000 foot perspective, the reason that uh, I don't like priority inbox is I don't want to prioritize my inbox. I want to empty it. Yes. That's why I didn't, I was, you know, what, uh-huh. what is fu- what's fundamentally wrong with this situation is like, I don't want to keep them there. You know, it's like, hey, your pile needs to be neater. And I'm like, I don't want a pile. Piles hey. throw me off. Hey, you know? hey, hey Andy, here's, 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 here. I'm going to give you the great analogy of priority inbox. Okay. Hit me. Hit me. Andy, I'm, I'm creating a new service. I'm going through your neighborhood. I, I, I live, <laughs> I live a couple streets down from you. And uh-huh. every day, I know the mail lady's going to drop off some mail in your mailbox, right? Great. Well, I'm going to come around with different rubber bands. I'm going to have a red rubber band that's urgent priority stuff. <laughs> I'm going to have a yellow rubber band, which is, you know, you may want to look at this before too long. Sure. And I'm going to have a green rubber band for all the stuff that you probably really don't care about. And if you never really pull it out of the mailbox, that's no problem. So here's what I need you to do. I need you to get a bigger mailbox for my service. So I'm going to sell you this mailbox because you need a bigger mailbox than the one you have. And what I'm going to do is every day, I'm going to follow the mail lady. And as soon as she drops off your mail, I'm going to sort it and I'm going to put all your bills and all that other stuff. I'm going to put it in a red um, uh, rubber band and I'm going to put all all the, you know, you know, all the postcards from friends and stuff like that. I'm going to put that in the yellow and I'm going to take all the junk mail and I'm going to put a green rubber band around that. And I'm just going to, once I've sorted it all, I'm going to put those in. And when you go check your mail at the, during the day, don't worry if you're in a hurry, just pick out the ru- stuff, just pull out the rub- the red rubber band. Leave the rest of it in your mailbox. Sure. Which for some people might be phenomenal. Exactly. But if your goal is to automatically take all of it and, th- you know, filter it, then you don't need it. So uh, if you if you are overwhelmed by in- your inbox, I think it can be a great first step. I think the next step is to do what we've talked about in another episode, which is to create filters and rules and labels uh, for your incoming messages. And it's very, very easy to do. I think leaving a ton of emails on, you know, in your, in your inbox, it, it, for me, I found it became, it was an issue where I had a difficult time making decisions. <laughs> you know, that, that's what I found. It's Quit like, talking about me. I was, I was having <laughs> you know, a hard time committing, inbox, you know, and it's like, you just get paralyzed. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, Ooh, what do I do with this? Uh <sighs> You know, and, and, and matter of fact, I had one of those emails that sit there the other day. It's like, you know, it's like, do I really want to participate in this or not? Hit reply. And I would start typing and I'm like, mm, no. And then I just leave it. And it's yeah. like, you know, it, it, of course, uh, the, on, the only w- there's only two ways that I'm going to get that email, that offer that, some, that my friend sent me. There's only two ways for me to get that off my email inbox. Number one, reply with a decision or number two write a note to myself and by the way if i reply with a decision then then i can archive it or number two pull out my to-do list 
and say, make a decision on this offer. And then I can, ar- then I can archive it. So, yeah. so those yeah. are the only two ways that that's being made. And if there's a ton of emails in my inbox, it means that either one, I've been away for a very long time, or number two, I'm just having a hard time committing myself to a decision. And right. being indecisive is not fun. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not good for business. It's not how I want to spend my day is being indecisive. I, I've come to the point where, you know, and, and let me tell you, I am not suggesting everybody needs to be going the inbox zero route. And I will tell you that there are sometimes that it's it's scary to be inside of my head. And my wife will tell you sometimes it's scary, be, scary to be married to me. Uh, yeah, but we know the, that. But the thing is, is that, you know, it can either be the coolest thing in the world to live by inbox zero or it can be the greatest sickness in the world because it is, I'm obsessive about it. But what I've what I what in, living by inbox zero has caused me to do is is it it's caused me to make decisions quickly. Okay, mm-hmm. boom. Here's this, and it's like I can't make this decision. And what helped me in in this process was thinking, okay, where what is my purpose in life? What is my purpose in business? And what are what are my principles? What are my values? What do I what do I believe personally and want to live out my life? And once I had all those worked out, it's as simple as opening the email inbox, reading it, saying, "How does this filter?" Th-? You know, the, you talk, you talk about email filters. I'm talking about reality filters. You know, and, mm-hmm. and my principles and stuff like that. Those are the filters. And it's like, you know what? This is okay. So this is this guy's offer. You know what? I, I definitely know that this is a part of my purpose and I know this would help me achieve a goal and, you know, there's some sacrifice of time. You know what? Yes, I'm, uh, yes, I'm committing to it. And boom, I've done it. I've made the decision. Now I've told him yes. So now it goes on my to-do list and I have to make time for it. Mm-hmm. Or number two, the other option is I've looked at this yeah, it fits my. But judging by the other things I've said yes to, I'm gonna have to say no this time. And I write back a very apologetic note, dude. I am so appreciative of the fact that you've made this offer to me, but at this time I must say no. And the only reason I am saying no is because of all the other things I've recently said yes to. Please understand. And if this ever opportunity ever happens again in the future, I would love to be considered for it and send it. And boom, it's gone. I don't think about it again. Yeah, it, it's a it's a matter of, and it, you know, it's funny because we spend so much time talking about what a lot of people think is, you know, somewhat uh, peripheral. Mm-hmm. But I I just think that there's so much you can still get, and a lot of people say emails dying or dead or whatever, and that's fine for them. But um, you know, there's so much that I can get done and track, and there's there's just so much that you can communicate inside of email um you know in a very personal way that i think it's important to to manage it with care is what i'm saying Uh, i just had an email exchange this morning i emailed a proposal to uh, a business here in sioux falls and she wrote back uh, a really kind few sentences about i had met with them yesterday and she basically communicated really appreciate it the way you listened and the proposal looks really good and I'm going to send it to folks and I'll get back to you. You know, and it was more than I got it. Thanks. You know, and it's, I think good conversations can happen in, in email, uh, where in other, other places, you know, Facebook's too public and Twitter's too short. Um, so I do think it's important to just to filter things intentionally 
and and to handle with care. You know, don't be flippant with that because it really is more conversational. Yeah. But you've got to have a system. I mean, I'm sure you know you've had clients. I I have clients that literally have eight thousand unread messages in their inbox, and I don't remember who did it. I don't know who did this once, but they they just declared email bankruptcy, <laughs> and they just archived everything. They marked them all as read, and they archived everything. And they said, you know, if it's that important, they'll get back to me. You know, they started over. And uh, it's something I think some people should consider. You, know, you don't have to delete it with Gmail. Just archive it. But get it out of your inbox and start over. And again, if it's that important, they'll get back to you. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm not to be held liable for that suggestion by any way. <laughs> well, okay. So here, here's here's another uh, thing that I think. I, I wrote down some notes here. First of all, I like that Priority Inbox does give you three levels to your inbox. There's the top level that equals your highest priorities yep. to respond to. You have this middle level that actually just shows your start items, which by the way, I wish there was a way that I could actually show all of my start items just below my messages in my inbox without using priority inbox. I would You can. Lo- you can? You can use multiple inboxes. What? Multiple inboxes. Okay, how's that? It's a lab feature, so I don't know if you want to use it because okay, you're no, anti lab guy sometimes. Tell me about it. I'm clicking on settings now. <laughs> All okay. right. I'm going to walk you through this. I'm, I'm, it's like diffusing a bomb getting you to change your habits. I know. So I'm clicking <laughs> on labs. All right. MacGyver. All right, labs, and you just do a control or command F for multiple. Okay. And so find multiple inboxes. Multiple. Okay, I found it. So I'm enabling. Ena- enable it. All right. And um, then you're going to get a new tab in your settings, and it's going to be multiple inboxes. All right. So I'm going, okay, it's loading with my new settings, and I'm clicking settings. Wow. I just got eight emails. I, I went from four to eight within however people long. Are, people I, are mocking you with your inbox. I know they are. <laughs> All right. So uh, multiple inboxes. I see it here. Okay, so pane zero is starred, pane one is drafts. All right, so if you uh, go ahead and delete pane one. All right. This so. should be one, two, three, four, five, but whatever. Yeah. And then go ahead and give your pane title, just call it starred. Okay, so uh, pane one, is that what's at the top? Mm, no. I don't know. I turned mine off. <laughs> All right. So just, just you know. I've just, got pane zero is starred. Is that what I want? Sure. All right, and then I'm going to put uh, pain. Tell me what it says, because I don't have mine enabled. I'm going to type in the same thing. Okay. Zero, is it just, just starred, or is it label starred? It, it or? says is colon starred, okay. and then I'm just going to put uh, in the panel title, which is optional, I'm going to put starred items. All right, now here's the next step is the maximum page size. You can tell how many messages you want shown. Okay. So, you know. Show you, nine conversations per page for the new inbox panes. Okay. So, and then, can I put 100? Yeah, just put 100. Actually, I mean, it won't. Let me check. 99. Okay, I got 99. You can't do triple digits. No. And then where do you want the panel? I like them below. I want it below. Yeah. Okay. If they're to the right or left. Then, um, okay, so I just start an item, and I'm going to click here. Oh, that's cool. So, But it's supposed, it's up in my inbox, but it's okay, also so, at the bottom. I love that. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, you're good. So it kept it kept your inbox intact, but below it, you now have... A different so the idea of multiple inboxes is that it can take what you filtered and it can show them. So essentially, you've got all of your folders visible in one viewing pane. I love this. Thank you, Andy. You're welcome. You rock because I tell you this is great because there are times you know I'll I'll 
basically I'll archive something and I do star it. it, it it's something that I, you know, I want to be reminded that it's there. You know, it, I've kind of, you know, I kind of really don't need to do anything with it, but man, it would be nice to know that, you know, eventually that gets taken care of. Uh, and so occasionally, like once every seven or eight months, I'll click on my start items and I'll go through. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's all been done. Uh, you know, it's, it's things that I'm pretty sure I'll never need to do again, but yeah. I just want to follow up sometime down the road. And the cool thing about that multiple inbox of having to start is if you click the star, right, which uh-huh. means you turn it off, then it'll automatically unfilter itself from that inbox. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I love so. it. I love it. So, so I just turned on multiple inboxes and that, and uh, put the start items at the bottom of the of the of my inbox. I and just to, to clarify again for folks, settings, labs, do a search for the word multiple because there's so many labs now. Enable it, and then hit save because you have to hit save to make sure it's enabled. You'll get a new tab uh, when you click on settings, and that tab will be multiple inboxes. Yeah, it'll and if, give you some default ones, but you can do is you can do label. So yeah. and so forth. You you give it a search query, and then you get to name the t- uh, tab if you'd like. How many um, messages you want to put in each tab, and then the position of the tab. And I I just I put them below uh, the inbox because if you put them to the right, you can't usually read enough of the email. Does that make sense? Yeah, I yeah I put it below. Um, so basically, I, I love this. And by the way, uh, if you want to know mine, it's it's panel zero, and it says search query is. IS is colon starred, which is default. And then I, I gave it a panel title of start items and I took out panel one. I didn't want any other inboxes underneath that one. So I just saved that. And the other, I do use another Google Labs feature um, that I think is cool and it's the colorful stars. Do you know what that one is? Oh, yeah, I love that one. Yeah. Uh, it's where you can have you can have a yellow star, a red star, exclamation. And you can points. order them. Did you know that? You can order them. Yes, yes. If you go into your general after you've enabled it, and you can like order your stars, so you can go like orange, red, yellow. Yes, yeah. it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's uh, red, and then you have your... This is going to be miserable if you're driving in your car, and you're like, these guys are talking about their email, and I can't get in my email right now. I have to <laughs> drive my car. Well, go back you know? and listen to this. So, so for the guy that's trying to get his MacBook out right now, put it on the dashboard, <laughs> dude, put it down. Put it like, down. Just, Stop it. Just drive your car. Okay. All right. So so here's the deal. That that's totally awesome. So basically, let me go back to my notes here. I love the star items actually showing up in the inbox rather than the separate from the emails. Now you've showed me how I can do that without priority inbox. All right. Now wh- here's the thing. I I said one major issue that bugs me about the default setting for priority inbox. If I actually read a message that's in my priority inbox, that's up at the top. It's a highly important message. By default, if I open that message and read it but I don't respond to it, guess what? It assumes all of a sudden it's not important anymore. Mm. Or actually, that's not true. It still gives it the label that it's important, but it throws it down at the bottom. Mm. Now, of course, what you can do is, um, I, I found that thankfully there's a setting that allows you to go to where it says, you know, the priority inbox at the top will show important and unread, or and read, or and unread, or whatever. So anyway, you can actually go in so that you know, if you have an important message at the very top, you read it, but you're going to go do a couple things in a couple other tabs, that it still stays up top. So I do like that they do that. But after an hour of using Priority Inbox, I went in and I turned it off. 
And I found that it was actually, number one, it was messing up with my in, inbox count. So for example, I like to know that I have inbox 34. And then I like to know that I have inbox 33 and 32. But what I found with priority inbox is it says, here's how many messages are in your priority inbox. And here's how many messages are in your regular stuff. You know, your other items. And those are two different numbers. And all of a sudden, I don't know what my total number is. And anybody out there says, hey, Cliff, well, gosh, don't you know addition? Well, you know what? Math's not my strongest suit. And I just like to be able to look at a number. Right. I just like to look at a number. And so I didn't like that. And besides that, here's the thing. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, I, I try to never have more than 50 emails in my inbox anyway. The only time that really happens is if I have gone away for a three or four day weekend, which I'm getting ready to do, or... If I have been working on a project and I've purposely been avoiding email for two or three days, mm-hmm. and though that that occasionally happens, what's actually we're going to talk about when the client comes after some other things. So, right. so basically, that's that's how I feel about in priority inbox. I think that if you have a lot of emails coming in and you don't have great systems already in place to get you to zero inbox zero on a consistent basis already, I can see how. Priority inbox could be amazing. And here's the deal. When I come back on Monday, there's a... Actually, you know what? I, I, I'm going to have to reword this. Um, when I, I had plans that when I came back on Monday of next week, I knew I was going to have more than 50 emails and I was going to turn on uh, inbox our priority inbox and, oh, I was, yeah. and I was going to help train it a little bit more so that when I come back and I've got you know 280 messages that I can do this. I can actually pull this out. But gosh, with this multiple inboxes that you just showed me, uh-uh, buddy. I already know how I'm going to do it now because I, I can actually create a label and I can actually have a label like must do now, which is going to be before, you know, the the inbox. I, I, I've already got, I'm already, my the wheels are turning now. Uh-oh. So, I, Well, show's over. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Guys, no, it, that's it, it. It, is, it is a way that, the reason I like multiple inboxes is because people say, oh, you have to have this label and that label. You know, people don't like to be told what labels they need to have in their, in their system. The point is, whatever labels you have, um, and this is another quick tip, if you have a label, if you have like 30 labels, but really you only use five of them, but you want 30, but those five you want to have be higher than the others, uh, it'll sort them alphabetically but you can add a dash before the label and mm-hmm. that will that will prioritize them within the other labels. So I have lots of labels that I don't use that often, but I want to have. And I take my four or five most often used labels and I, and I keep them to the side and I put a dash in front of them. And so it, it, it pops them up a little higher on my, uh, on my view. And you can always, you know, choose what labels you want to show in your navigation on the left side as well. But uh, you know, you can kind of tweak the system a little bit by adding some dashes and things. So. Absolutely. Well, there there we go. As far as I'm concerned, email is probably the the most important means of communication that I have with the greatest number of people who listen to our shows and that I inter- with, interact with as clients. And so this this stuff is very near and dear to my heart. So I appreciate you guys putting up with us talking about that for 27 minutes. Anyway. Well, you know what? I'll say this, so Cliff. It, it, you know, I did a hour-long tutorial on email and it's so interesting is because I've, the feedback i've gotten from people is you know if you can save 20 minutes a day yep that's an hour that's 100 minutes an hour and a half a week you know i mean you're looking at 75 hours a year i mean and that's 20 minutes a day you know so you're looking at like two work weeks you know 
So it, it, it is worthwhile to stop and create and make a system. If you're overwhelmed, it's because you don't have a system. Right. So, you know, go to anytribe.com slash free, pick up that tutorial. Um, you know, it, it'll show you how to create those filters and some tips that I use. But you got to have a system, uh, whether it's priority inbox or just creating filters for stuff that comes in. But, you know, I, a lot of people are very frustrated by email. And this is the last thing I have on this topic is that's not the person who emails you fault. <laughs> you can create filters, you know, and that's that's the you can control the intake uh, that you get from people. Don't 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 forget that. Right. Hey, let me uh, share something that came up on Facebook the other day. I, I had some interaction uh, via comments back and forth on a status post. Somebody posted something on my on my box uh, on on one of the updates that I or no he he posted the update originally. But anyway, um, somebody says, uh, "How's your day going?" And I wrote, "Very busy. I'm trying to get to inbox zero, but I have two clients who both need something done today, and I don't typically do client work on Mondays, so it's a bit crazy around here." And he says, understandable. I've got some deadlines too. Talk to you later. And I said, I may, uh, and then I, and then later, uh, that was at 308. And then later I said, at, at 657, I said, I made it to inbox zero. Didn't get any of my own personal projects done, but handled all, all, but I handled all the client requests. And then, uh, Dylan responds back. He goes, clients in all caps. He, he just clients in all caps. And then he says, always come first exclamation point. <laughs> He says they have they have let's see here they happen to write the paychecks exclamation point so clients always come first they write the paychecks and I said and so this is what I wrote back you know that's almost always true though there are times when you may need to put your clients off for a day or two so that you can work on a project will that will benefit a much larger number of people within a few weeks of time for example my digital and, and I went on here, digital training right. products. With the digital product, I can do the training once, record it, charge future clients less money for the training, and they have the benefit of being able to play the video tutorial over and over again. And from that point forward, the process is automated. All I, I do all the work up front, and from then on, I make the money without any anything further needed from me on my end. So honestly, I should have put off all of today's client requests until tomorrow, and worked on my project today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about that? You agree? Well, I, I think it's your classic. Um, uh, you know, when you're in an airplane, you know, what do they tell you if if you're with a small child, right? Yep. Uh, put the mask on yourself first. <laughs> you know, and and the point is, I need to have a healthy, thriving business. I need to be healthy and thriving personally. Uh, and to have my creative juices flowing, to be learning new things, to stay on top of my game so that when I get clients, I can take care of them. Right. So that means that, um, and this might sound silly to some people, but it's like, um, you know, with my Kindle, I feel like I'm working, Cliff, when I break out my Kindle and I go and I walk, you know, 100 feet away to the coffee shop and I sit there and I read for an hour. Yep. That is me working on my business. Because I need to, and, and getting away from my inbox and getting away from a project and things like that, that's me being healthy. And so, you know, if a client has a task, you know, if it truly is urgent, which is, you know, it's not, we're not stupid. Like if they're like, hey, this crashed, please help right now. Well, I'm sorry. I feel like reading right now. You mm-hmm. know, and we're not going to do that. But the point is clients don't always come first. Um, I don't, that, that's a choice. 
if they do always come first, that's great. That's wonderful. That's your business. Right. But you know, especially when you're a solopreneur, I don't think your clients will always come first because I've got, who, who's my backup? You know, me, you know, now you, we both have VAs and, you know, for instance, I had my VA do some work for me last night, woke up today and had a lot of stuff done, which is wonderful. But, um, you know, maybe that's a little buffer in between clients come first and I come first. But at the end of the day, I just, my clients know they don't come first, Cliff. I can tell you five times in the last month that I have flat out had to email uh, and just the stage of life I'm in, I've had to email clients and say, I've canceled all my meetings till, till up to noon today and you're one of those meetings. I have to do some family stuff. Right. I have never, ever had anyone. I've done it like five times in the last month alone. Some people twice in a row and every single time because I communicate it you know, in the right spirit and give enough advance. They've been gracious and they understand, Andy, that's fine. We don't come first. Your family comes first. And, you know, that I don't, I don't think there's any reason to justify that or explain it. That's just, that's just my priority. And frankly, I think it endears people to me that they would know that that's the kind of person I am. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm just saying, I don't want to work with someone that says, yeah, you know, I left my wife at home with the kids today. She was having a really hard morning, but hey, I wanted to come in and help you. Right. Well, dude, go home to your wife. It doesn't impress me that you bail on your wife because you wanted to help me with this or that. You know, I mean, that's not universally true, but you know, fundamentally, you've got you you get to choose who comes first, and I don't think your client should come first. Well, I like what Stephen says, and and I think it's a it's a clever way to say this. Is he says your priorities come first, and he says which includes your clients, and I say you know absolutely that that's. You know, your priorities come first. And there are times when you need to, you just need to do something. Um, like, for example, yesterday, I, or not yesterday, it was two days ago. It was two o'clock in the afternoon. I didn't have, um, it, there, I had one hour, actually, I had a 90 minute period of time where I didn't have anything scheduled. I, I, normally, I'm booked from 10 o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the evening. Well, I had a four hour and a uh, three-hour and 45-minute consulting session with one person, and then I had a 90-minute buffer before my next call. And uh, and the reason for that is we finished a little bit early on the other call, and I left some buffer time there. But anyway, this so it wasn't full. And of course, guess what was in my inbox? Several emails, people asking, you know, quick questions here, quick question there, quick question this, quick question. I mean, you can just, you could probably do a, if, 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 if you look at my inbox, the word quick question is in about 70% of all the emails that I get. I've never done, I've never sent you one of those. So, so, so I look at my inbox and I'm like, I'm trying to maintain inbox zero and I have, you know, 90 minutes between these two calls and I really wanted to go to the gym this morning. I didn't make it. And I've got time to go to the gym now. And so you know what I did? Mm. I went to the gym. You I dog. Did, I didn't even respond to any of those emails. I had 90 minutes free. And I put my priority of my physical health first and then I went to the gym, and I'm telling you what, my mind was so clear. I came back, finished that appointment, and then was able to knock out all of those email requests. Mm-hmm. But it, it, so many times, what I have found over the last couple years is that I've always 
I have always put the client first. And and I think there's some value into doing that. And and I trust me, my I say all of this and and don't think that all of a sudden I'm just like whatever, client schmience. It's definitely not that. But what I've done is is if you guys only knew how much I think I I in I was very unhealthy in my approach to clients come first. Mm-hmm. And and so what happened was I needed to, you know, it's like, you know, I do need to think about my priorities. I need to think about my health. I need to think about my wife and my kids and, and uh, you know, my relaxation from time to time. You know what? I need to be able to, it, it, it's like I used to be really good about only checking the email at 10 o'clock in the morning and 2 o'clock in the afternoon and then maybe once before I leave, you know, the studio for the day. Mm-hmm. And, and and sometimes I got to the point where, you know, I'm sitting in there at dinner and, uh, you know, my phone will go like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I read it. It's like, oh, that's urgent, <laughs> you know? And of course I'm thinking, it's like, okay, how am I going to help him fix this issue? It's like, okay, so I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go. This. And so I'm sitting there all through dinner instead of spending my time with my kids, enjoying them. I'm thinking about what I'm going to go do after dinner, thinking it's so urgent. I get down there and then they're out to dinner. I'm like, What? <laughs> It's like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll get it when I get back tonight. I'm like, how often has this happened, Cliff? Have you? <laughs> this happened to me yesterday. A client emails me, Andy, I need this login information for this account. And I'm like, you know, I get it on my phone, you know, and I don't have a true smartphone. I have a phone that gets email, but I can't, you know, I'm not going to surf the web on it. So, um, you know, I can't access my Gmail archive and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, well, I can't help them right now. So that's a bummer. <laughs> um, I can't call them and, you know, log into my email and, you know, it's like, okay, I can't help them. And then I, and I get another email from them. Um, hey, I found it. Thanks. Yes. That happens you know? all the time. But well, it, happens, no, wait, it doesn't it happen unless I put off the email for a while. What's that? It doesn't happen unless I put off the email for a while. That's, that's, that's what, I, that's the point of it. It's like, you know, and, and I, you know, we're not a, like, let your kid cry it out family, you know, but sometimes I think you have to let your clients cry it out. You know what I'm talking about? Like getting your kids to go to sleep. Right. You know, I think times you have to, you have to be like, listen, I'm like, you could archive your emails too, <laughs> you know, like I'm sure it's in there. Just use Gmail and do a search for password and the name your, and, and it's that, cause that's what I would do. I mean, a lot of times people ask me questions and I'll be like, well, there's this little site called Google and you could look that up. Yeah. And I like being, I like, I want to be helpful to people, but honestly, there's so many times when they ask me questions and I go, well, here's my Google search I did and here's your 10 answers, <laughs> you know? Which is fine. I mean, I want to be I want to be a resource, but um, yeah, it, it's the point is I think you can care about your clients and still train them on how to best communicate with you and when to expect communication in return. Right. You've done a good job at that. I think so. I'm I'm, I'm getting better. <laughs> hey, uh, last two notes here, and then we'll wrap things up. Um, first and foremost, go to meeting is uh has announced uh hd faces are co- is coming in uh early 2011 i think they're gonna start beta testing it uh with some people here um probably in the next month or two it says basically i wrote in the notes here i was logging into go to meeting the other day and saw an announcement on their page saying they're bringing video conferencing to go to meeting do other services have this already sure but as it is with GoToMeeting, I like how they just plain do it better than in the, uh, the competition. Mm-hmm. GoToMeeting is kind of like the Apple platform of web conferencing. Check the follow- following link for a seven-minute video demo. And of course, I encourage people to go to businesstechweekly.com, 
look for episode number 52 and click through to that link. It looks fascinating. Tell me, tell me, give me the, give me the, the not seven minute, seven minute version. Well, the like not what, seven what? minutes is instead of having a little tiny, very low quality video of, of somebody's webcam. I mean, it's going to give you a big, huge honking, you know, very high quality picture. I mean, if matter of fact, if your web, if your webcam will do 720p, guess what you get? 720p HD video. Nice. So, uh, and then of course you can do up to six people. So if you have six presenters, you can actually have mm-hmm. six people via GoToMeeting on the web conference and it'll push them off to the side. I mean, it, you need to see the video. It, it looks really good. It's going to be done extremely well. And, nice. and I'm very excited. And one other final note is that uh, this week I signed up for a 90-day free trial of GoToWebinar. Mm-hmm. So GoToWebinar. And you get something like... What was your limit with GoToMeeting? Fifteen people. Uh, Fifteen people is forty nine dollars a month. Right. So it's like you get like six times as many people for twice as much. I right? guess I get a hundred people. You do the math. Right. Oh, six times fifteen is ninety. So there you go. Ish. Six. Ish. Six. And you know. So anyway, yeah. So I get a hundred people for ninety nine dollars a month. And not mm-hmm. only that, but with GoToWebinar, you also have the ability for people to raise hands. So if you, people are on the phone they and you have them all muted, you they can raise hands. There's sure. also, um, you know, GoToMeeting has the chat feature, but there's, you know, you can actually, sometimes when you have a chat feature and you ask people to ask questions, well, sometimes those things will, you know, you know, get, you know, questions will get pushed out of the way. Well, there's a separate place for people to submit questions. And then chat. Gotcha. And then they also have chat at the bottom. Now, the questions, from what I understand, is as you go through, you can mark a question red and it erases it yeah. off there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's I, cool. Cliff, do you know, did you did you scope out that? I don't know if there's anybody in the chat could tell us too, but I feel like that was a lot more expensive before. It used to be a very expensive thing, yes. I mean, like that specific service was like lights out. Are you kidding me? Yes. No stinking way expensive. Yeah, it used to be <laughs> you know like two, it used to be very very expensive, but now ninety nine dollars a month. I'm like, man, that that that's pretty good. The only thing is, is that um, GoToMeeting, the app for the iPad, GoToMeeting, yeah. you can people can join your meeting from the iPad, and if you know if you have the audio in, enabled on it. They can actually talk to you through their iPad and stuff like Come that. Come on now. GoToWebinar does not work mm-hmm. with the iPad. So, not the, well, not, I mean, the thing yeah. is, is it, that's really not a deal breaker for me. No, but the big thing for me is I want to start doing some webinars where I have, you know, 60 people. I, you know, I, I don't, I, there are, there are some things where I could charge a very low amount and get a hundred people on there. And, uh, you know, a little bit of money goes a long way when you have a lot of people and, and I, there's going to be some webinars where I can see where having up to a hundred people would be very nice. Sure. You know, and and frankly, I I was, I've always been surprised that, and I don't know if it was, you know, your commitment to customer service (laughs) or you just didn't think about it, but I've always been surprised that you, you hadn't upgraded. What do you mean? That you did you a lot, so many of your um, so many of your 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 classes you had uh, your digital product classes yeah you know because they were classes and they became digital products so yep. you didn't allow a hundred people in there you know right yeah but anyway 
that, you know. so, some of those I would, there are some classes that I still want to limit to, I don't think I would have ever set the limit for 15, but there, I mean, there are still some of the classes that I'll do that I seriously would want to limit to 25. Mm-hmm. 15 is a hard limit. Actually, yeah, 15 is a hard limit set for me, but 25 is what I would certainly want to limit to some of my sessions because I do want to have the ability to really interact and make sure that I have a great after seminar, you know, Q&A session and 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 really just knock it out of the park with 25 people. But there are yeah. but there are some like, you know, some telephone conferences and 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 the ability to show some stuff as we're talking about things we're talking about, some conversations that I could have with some people and and people asking questions. Uh, submitting ahead of time questions for the for the webinar. There are some webinars that I know for a fact. If I if I had a webinar for twenty five bucks, I could get a hundred people in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, so yeah. yeah, and you can provide a ton of value. And um, you know, I, I I guess I'm just excited because I never considered that serv- service after I saw the price tag. I mean, the price was several hundred. I mean, it was maybe three hundred dollars or something like it, that. It was, I was like, you know, it was up there. Now, granted, that's going to pay for itself really quickly. Yes. But, um, you know, on a month-to-month level, it, it just didn't compare to a lot of the other ones. Um, you know, and there's some other ones I've tried. I mean, I, I used um, Adobe Connect Pro, but it's it's call-in record feature for a phone. Um, you know, you had to use a 1-800 number. So you, could, you would end up spending like $300 on the phone call for a $50 a month web service. You know, right. and it, you know, it just, I, I have, I have yet to find one that I was like, okay, this has everything I need right? Uh, in the way that I want it. Uh, I've, I've heard some people talk about Dim Dim. I tried Dim Dim early on. Uh, our friend and my business coach, Justin Lucas Savage tried Dim Dim, had, had some really <laughs> frustrating times with it. Um, and I, I, word on the street is they've improved considerably, but I, I just, I, you can't, you can't risk when you're doing webinars, you cannot test something out uh, when you're doing a webinar. It, it's got to, and you have to test it with like 30 people, <laughs> you know, because I tested one with two people and I tested it with 40 and it was a very different experience. You know, you, you, you can't go cheapy on that. Yeah. So, so check it out and you, you have some links, don't you? Uh, yeah, they're in the, in the show notes. So just go to uh, okay. business tech weekly, BusinessTechWeekly.com um, and look for episode 52. Or, um, yeah, the thing is, is I created some short links and uh, they are affiliate links, by the way. So if you sign up for GoToMeeting or GoToWebinar, uh, I do get a, a commission on that. But it's PodcastAnswerMan.com slash GTMeeting. I couldn't get GoToMeeting for some other reason. I don't know what's going on with my pretty links from time to time. But anyway, it's PodcastAnswerMan.com slash GTMeeting or PodcastAnswerMan.com slash go to webinar so there you go it's funny cliff you know you and i are friends we talk you know in between shows and so on and so forth but you know amazon has these rules where you can't use your own affiliate links and i get so much stuff from amazon like i guarantee you've made like 30 bucks off me this year i appreciate (laughs) that well i can't buy it for myself i just think it's funny because i'm like i can't buy it for myself and i'm not going to go to the trouble to set up another account under a different name and you know it's like i'll just get them from cliff so you know, you got uh, you got some affiliate money off my Kindle, and Sweet. you know. So, anyway, when we see each other, you're definitely buying lunch. <laughs> Sweet, I'll do that. I'll do that. I know we're two thousand miles away from each other, but when we see each other, 
you're definitely buying lunch. I definitely will buy you lunch, my friend. That's oh, for sure. Yeah. I'll even <laughs> buy you dinner too. Ah, uh, shocks are going to make me cry. All right. Hey, folks, uh, we appreciate you listening to this show, and uh, we are making this episode today for free. That's right. You get it free. You do not have to be a Plus member to listen to today's episode. But if you want an episode of Business Tech Weekly every single week, mm-hmm. we are here, my friends. And all you need to do is become a GSPN.TV Plus member. Uh, head over to GSPN.TV slash plus, and you can find out more information there. I think this podcast in and of itself is worth $10 a month with the information that we bring. At least nine. At, At least, least nine. Ten. Probably ten. <laughs> we should discount it to nine dollars a month. <laughs> but the good news is that when you pay ten dollars a month, you don't just get this one. You get every episode of every podcast we put out here at GSPN. And of course, that is um that is uh what is it? It's at least twelve. I'm kidding. It's uh it, you're you're tw- how many I don't know. episodes up to? Two thousand I think we do well we do ten do we do 10 or 8 on front? Anyway, we do a lot of shows. Oh, are you talking about in one day? Yeah, we do yeah. 8 to 10. Oh. I think we do anywhere between 7 to 15 episodes a week. So you get a lot of content for your Here's 10 dollars Here's the problem, Cliff. People don't know what they don't know. So by golly, get the Plus membership. If we're lamezoids and you know you don't like the show, that's fine. But you don't know what you're missing because you haven't heard it. There's three more weeks of this stuff. And I guarantee you, even if we're not educational, we are entertaining. So sometimes, yeah. In fact, I'll tell you this: this is how you know if a plus. We should start doing this. The, the the free episodes we start off with the real music, <laughs> but every plus member episode starts off with some cheesy, crazy music. Yeah, or just the fifty cent every time. Fifty cent. 50 cent. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you. And by the way, you can call in questions, your comments, your feedback. Tell us what's on your mind. Give us a tech tool, tech tip, tech question. Again, the phone number is 859-795-4067. Andy, where can they follow you on Twitter? Because I know that you're out there and you're active all the time. I am so active. It's unbelievable. They can follow me at Andy Traub, A-N-D-Y-T-R-A-U-B. I will be your friend on Facebook. I will follow you in a non-stalking way on Twitter. And uh, I'd love to to, uh, connect and see how I can help you. Very cool. And I can be found at twitter.com slash gspn or facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. God bless you all. We'll see you next week. Until then, we encourage you to join the community. Mm-hmm.